Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. In this HR Chat episode, we'll consider some trends to look out for in the recruitment tech space in 2021 and offer tips for those looking to land or place remote jobs. Hi, I'm Bill Bannum and I'm joined today by Chris Russell, digital recruiting expert and managing director at RecTech Media. Chris's job is to inform and empower the modern recruiter through articles, podcasts and other media he produces on a weekly basis. I think of him, he says, as a digital recruiting coach. He's also the founder of HR Lancers. Joe Stumblebine, CRO at Lenza, describes Chris as the mad scientist of online recruiting. The mad scientist badge is one Chris wears with pride due to his continuous experimentation in the online recruiting space. From new job boards to recruiting apps to popular podcasts, the art of bringing together employer and job seeker is a constant thought inside Chris's head. This podcast episode is sponsored by Virgin Pulse, the number one global employee well-being solution provider, supporting 7.5 million members in 20 languages across 190 countries. Virgin Pulse offers solutions that deliver on their home base for health vision of simplifying and unifying other point products into a better together ecosystem and transform the mental, physical, financial, social, community, and emotional health of organizations and their people. You can learn more at virginpulse.com. Chris, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the show today. Yeah, thank you, Bill. Great to be here. So why don't you start by telling our listeners a bit more about yourself and uh, tell them about RecTech Podcast and how they can learn all about that too. Certainly, would love to. So uh, yeah, as you said, I'm sort of the mad scientist of online recruiting. I like to do a lot of experimenting with uh, different technologies out there as far as attracting talent goes. I'm a former uh, corporate recruiter, former job board owner, uh, entrepreneur in the space uh, since uh, 1999. So I've been around for a while. And uh, learned a lot along the way, Bill, of uh, how to recruit online, especially. And um, that's kind of what I, I focus on today is to help inform the modern recruiter uh, through things like my podcast called RecTech, where I bring on uh, uh, practitioners and vendors, talk about how they use technology to hire talent. That's kind of the, uh, the main goal there. Um, the reason I started was because I saw that technology was just rapidly changing the way companies have to recruit today. And if you don't uh, stay on top of that technology, those trends, those tactics, you're going to fall behind as far as recruiting the best and brightest. And um, I try and, uh, you know, teach the audience in terms of what's out there and how employers are leveraging that, that technology to make their recruiting more efficient and, and, and hire more and hire faster. Okay, cool. Then I think we should talk about that today, Chris. Um, firstly, let, let, let's talk big picture, though. Uh, what the what the heck happened in twenty twenty, Chris? What, what <laughs> happened? What what happened to the recruitment profession this year? What have, what have been the the challenges facing those with a with a hiring function? Yeah, so I think a couple of things that come to mind, Bill. Uh, first, um, you know, a lot of recruiters have been laid off this year because of the uh, global pandemic, of course. And so you're seeing a lot more companies now have to do, you know, more with less essentially. Um, and uh, that's, uh, it's, it's going to be a strain as we, you know, go into 2021 and 
uh, as the economy starts to recover again. Um, they've laid off all these recruiters, and now they're going to have to rely more on technology, I think, to uh, to to maintain their you know candidate experience and uh, just that pipeline of uh, of candidates uh, overall. Um, the other thing you're seeing, kind of as a trend, is on top of that, just all the automation of of recruiting technology, like smart recruiters, for instance, just today announced the acquisition of uh, JobPal based in Berlin. To uh, they offer a recruiting chatbot essentially to automate a lot of those processes, and you're seeing that's the big trend now as far as recruiting technology goes. It's just automating uh, a lot of aspects of the uh, recruiting funnel, from screening to applying to onboarding. Uh, basically, they're taking everything out of the equation, humans out of the equation, except for maybe interviewing at this point with uh, all this recruiting automation that's going on. So that's another trend that uh, we're, is really um, being boosted by uh, the pandemic overall. And you, like me, you get to talk to lots of other clever people about this stuff, right? So you yeah. you, you interviewed, I think, uh, for example, Jay Miller, who's CMO over at Modern Hire, about the mm-hmm. changed nature of recruitment as a result of of covid um okay so with with all these changes going on then uh, apart from the the actual interviewing process itself as you mentioned there um what, what what have we got to be optimistic about over the next 12 to 18 months once we're once we're through this horrible time this horrible dark time yeah and uh, as we're recording this today um they they're talking about vaccines and whatnot and they're offering timelines i don't know how optimistic they are but uh certainly i i think this week's been a very positive week um but so as as we do come out of this experience and, and then go forward what what have we got to be optimistic about what what are some of the uh what, what some of the fat that's been trimmed what are some of the lessons that's, that have been learned uh what are some of the cool things that um that candidates can now expect from the recruitment process that perhaps have been born out of uh, remote employment, remote hiring, and everything else that's happened this year. Yeah, I think think for me, the the big positive is people are waking up to the fact that, yeah, you can hire remote and, and, you know, build your company that way, right? Um, I've I've worked from home for 18 the last 20 years, except for the two years I spent in corporate recruiting. And um, yeah, I've often wondered why more companies haven't gone to a remote uh, environment now. You're seeing a lot of companies, especially in the tech side, you know, go completely remote um, and uh, and uh, re- just recruit that way. You can recruit much faster. You have a, a wider access in terms of a, a pool of talent to, to pull from. And so you are seeing this shift now to the remote first uh, kind of uh, mantra from a lot of companies out there. And I think that's a huge positive overall for, you know, for both employer and employee, right? No commuting, you save money there. Uh, you, you don't need a big, you don't need big offices anymore. Um, so I do think we're going to see like, you know, the, the, uh, the we works of the world, those, those types of uh, office environments grow and, and copies adapt more of a hybrid approach to uh, working at home and working in the office um that's uh, something that um i think was much needed and it, to me it was a no-brainer um uh, going into this and so that's been uh it's been a pleasant um pleasant surprise to see companies adopting it now and, and realizing that they can do this it's not that hard um I, I was i was talking with somebody the other day who was 
saying, you know, what if, what if this happened 10 years ago, the pandemic, right? Um, and uh, at that point, you know, if, if it was 2010, the technology wasn't really fully baked yet as far as working from home. You know, you had things like Skype, uh, you know, there was no Slack yet or, or things like that. So I think it would have been a much different, um, a much bigger challenge if this happened uh, 10 years ago. But uh, now with it being 2020 and you have all these cool recruiting technologies like Zoom and Slack and, and everything, and Looper Conference like we're using today, um, it's, uh, it, it's a much easier thing to do. And so I, I expect to see, you know, just a more of a remote first mentality coming out of a lot of startups, first of all, and, uh, and being more of a hybrid uh, work environment with uh, enterprise companies going into 2021 and beyond. Um, the, again, the recruiting automation the technology trend we're seeing is only going to increase. And, uh, I'm pretty, uh, pretty, pretty bullish on that overall, um, as far as being able to screen candidates and get them in the funnel and, uh, onboard them through technology. And so, uh, that, that's another positive as well to take away from this. Um, and just the other part of this, so the human side as well, Bill, is just, you know, the empathy that, uh, employers now are showing their employees, I think is, is uh, important to note as well, as far as the trend goes and, you know, just uh, looking at the well-being of your employees as they work from home. Uh, it's important to note. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, employees just want to be cared for. Um, they want to work for a good company, uh, have a good boss and, and do their jobs. And I think if uh, employers learn one thing out of this is that empathy is the new employer branding overall. So, those are kind of some high-level thoughts I had. Okay, let's uh, let's have a few shout-outs now, shall we? Um, so uh, you, like like I do, uh, you, you interview uh, a lot of leaders at HR and uh, particularly recruitment tech firms. Uh, you, you chat to the vendors. You, you, you've got your finger on the pulse of what's coming out and mm-hmm. what's changing and what 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 new techno- technological advances are available to to HR folk and to recruiters and to managers and, and, and such like. Um, maybe maybe you can do some quick shout outs now. I don't know, in sort of rapid fire fashion, you don't even have to say too much about why you think they're awesome. But um, in, in terms of what recruitment and HR tech has stepped up to, to fill gaps during the crisis, it really excelled. You mentioned, a few, you, you spoke about Slack and you spoke about Zoom just a moment ago, but specifically, mm-hmm in the areas of you know hiring onboarding time and attendance remote workforce engagement benefits performance if if, if based on the the conversations that you've been having the podcast that you've been doing maybe maybe you might want to shout out some of those technologies that you're pretty impressed with yeah so i just uh i was just talking to a meta view which is based in london and what they do is they basically record interviews for companies and then basically data ties all that. They uh, let you go in and uh, you can record that that video through audio, through video, um, in person even. And they'll uh, capture everything that was said in the interview and help companies um, gauge how their interviewers are, are performing in there and ensuring there's a consistent, non-biased process happening um, as the interview happens overall. Uh, that's a pretty cool uh, technology that um, not a whole lot of vendors have uh, sort of taken um, taken a hold of yet. So I, I like that. Um, that. That came to mind. Um, 
the whole, you know, gigification of uh, the industry as well is happening. You mentioned I, I started a site called HR Lancers uh, back in January, just before the pandemic hit. Um, being a freelancer myself, I've, I'd gotten some projects off of work, things like that. Um, and I, I, I really see the uh, gigification economy uh, coming into HR as well and recruiting and just uh, being able to outsource different tasks around HR or recruiting or employer branding, whatever it is. There's so many consultants out there now that really want to uh, work for themselves and, and do their own uh, you know, piecemeal work. Um, so that's, that, that's exciting to me as well. Um, you know, texting, I work with a company over here called Emissary doing text recruiting. I think texting built into recruiting technologies is, uh, it's starting to happen. I think we need more of it overall. I think candidates are ready to, to do more texting, uh, from that standpoint. So we're seeing a lot of that built in. Um, yeah. Well, let, let, let me ask you about that actually, if I may, yeah. if, if I can just jump in on, on, on the texting side. Um, you, you wrote a post back in uh, 2019, looking at emissary. You just mentioned emissary there uh, yep. called why, why texting is the next best thing in, in recruiting in it. You say uh, text messages have 98% open rate to compare that to emails, which according to MailChimp have an open rate of just 20% on average. Right. Um, so so why why is uh, texting the next best thing in, in recruiting? And, and and the other side of this though, okay, what what do you what do you say to folk who say that texting is a bit invasive? And I know it's just another written form of communication, but yeah. for me personally, when I when I get a text to my to my number, um, that 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 is the, it shouldn't be overused. Certainly, you know, as opposed right. to I expect emails. Yeah, you have to do texting correctly, right? You have to. Uh minimize the amount of text you send but to me you know let's look let's look at look at this from a job seeker perspective bill so uh, i've often uh chided job boards to you know offer like text job alerts to candidates right if i'm a job seeker uh one of the best ways i can get a job faster is if by being one of the first to apply that's just kind of a I don't know what the stat is, but as a former job board owner, I know that if you apply for the first 10 people to apply to a job, you're much more likely to get an interview and essentially get hired after that. Um, so I would love to get a, a text-based job alert from a company who just posted that job. Like if it was real time, right? If you just posted a position, a marketing, let's say, let's say a marketing position on your site, I would love to be able to know exactly when you posted that position so I could go in and apply immediately. And be one of those first people, right? So there's a there's a good use case from a, a job seeker's perspective overall. But yeah, the the immediacy of a job of of, te of a text, um, you know, it's just something that to me, I think the uh, the next generation candidate is used to these days. Uh, as long as you get their permission, um, as long as you don't over text them, um, I think uh, a lot of recruiting software companies have a text first mentality versus an email first mentality. Uh, when it comes to you, these communications, right? Um, you can just speed up your hiring process much faster uh, through the use of texting if you do it correctly. And you kind of uh, you spell out, um, you know, where and when that text uh, should go. You know, when you uh, apply to a job, you should get a, a text uh, confirmation, for example. When you, uh, if your status changes within the ETS, for example, I would love to see a text there as a candidate. Again, really, I'm really going back to the candidate experience here, right? 
Um, it really helps the candidate understand what's happening in the process. And I think text is the best way to do that. Okay, I was going to ask you a bit more about candidates later on, but let's do that now. Then um, you, you you offer you offer a lot of content, and and much of that is is, is practical insights. You know, it's, yeah. uh, you could you can be using these platforms. Here, here are the features. Uh, this is where your company should try and build to in terms of communication through using technology for job seekers. Uh, what are what are some of your top platforms and and why? Yeah, I mean, you know, the typical ones of, uh, you know, well, job hunting today to me is a, it's definitely a chore for most job seekers. Most job seekers hate it. Um, when I get approached by a seeker, I'll, you know, I'll tell them things like, you know, you want to leverage again technology to uh, to make your job search more efficient, right? So, um, you know, job alerts are probably the, the best way to do that, in my opinion. So go go pick the, the top five, you know, uh, top job boards, things like Indeed, SuperCruiterTalent.com. Sign up for alerts on there. Let the jobs come to you versus having to go out every day and search for these things. Uh, you can really make your search more efficient that way. Uh, Google for jobs, another great example there. Uh, getting alerts uh, from that system as well. Who uh, Google for jobs um, uh, aggregates multiple job boards at once. Um, so it's kind of the, uh, uh, you know, Indeed used to be the Google for uh, jobs. Now Google is the Google for jobs. Uh, so you can really leverage that technology to uh, uh, to make your search more efficient. So I like those tools. There's some other cool tools out there, like uh, there's some good resume uh, assistance tools like JobScan, which will take your resume and uh, compare it to a job listing and tell you where to improve it. Um, there's a lot of good uh, uh, just uh, uh, job or resume templates out there, whether it's uh, like CV. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, if you search like uh, resume builders out there, there's a ton of those as well that uh, job seekers can use to create a nice looking resume. I do think the look of a resume, the design of it is also important in addition to the words on it. So I always encourage job seekers to uh, uh, use a, an online tool like that, resume builder, to really create a nice looking document as well. Top tips for promoting, uh, promoting a, a job. And also as part of that, um, mm-hmm. after you posted it and you found the, the, the best candidate ever and you've, you've, uh, they've been hired and all the rest of it, um, can you offer any tips around, um, now I've got a quote here from, from a, a, another post that you wrote and, and a lady wrote to you and as part of that she said, uh, or she complained, uh, job boards scrape jobs mm-hmm. and it's frustrating when you get a phone call or a resume from someone who has saw a job that's been filled for months on a job mm-hmm. board. So uh, as part of that answer as well, maybe you can offer some tips around uh, how you can make sure that those job postings come down properly afterwards and they're not still living out there in the internet ether. Yeah, let's talk about that first. So the uh, the post is called Hijacked, the problem with job scraping. Um, and uh, there are so many job boards now that, um, you know, they're all basically sharing uh, the same pool of postings out there. Uh, indeed, you know, started this thing, you know, 15 uh, years or so ago. Um, but uh, job scraping is just ubiquitous these days. Jobs are everywhere. Uh, there are millions of them online. And um, uh, the, the one sort of vexing issue that this causes is the sort of lag between when an employer takes down a job and when it, uh, uh, and having that kind of filter through the, uh, the job search ecosystem that's online today. Um, so 
you know, I, I approached a couple of different uh, vendors out there like Adzuna and talent.com, asked them what they suggested. And, you know, it's really about being vigilant uh, with your existing uh, uh, job on your, on your, your company's career site. You want to, as much as possible, work directly with the job boards who are scraping you. So basically sending them to your feed directly uh, overall. Uh, you can use things like Google for Jobs to kind of keep track of where your jobs are online because uh, they will aggregate and they'll tell you when you pull up a job on Google for Jobs, hey, this job appears on ZipRecruiter and LinkedIn and, and talent.com and et cetera. So that's a good little tool for keeping track of where they are. But, uh, you know, it's it's basically about being vigilant in terms of just uh, being sort of uh, timely when it comes to taking down your jobs and uh, working with those job boards directly uh, to uh, to index your feed properly. Uh, if, if they're all pulling from one feed uh, versus uh, one job board, scraping from another job board, scraping from another job board, uh, you're better off that way. So find where your jobs are online and then give them your feed directly. Uh, many of them will scrape for free as well. You know, they're looking for the content and redirect back to your ATS. And so that's kind of the best way to, to think about that. Um, it is kind of a pain, but it's something that uh, it's not going away anytime soon uh, as far as the scraping goes. Uh, when it comes to job postings themselves, so tips for doing that. So, yeah, you know, uh, let's start with the job title bill. That's often a, uh, a big problem I see with employers when they're when they're creating these their job descriptions is you want to create a, uh, <clears throat> a well-written job title. You want to use words that job seekers use to search for those jobs. Uh, don't be cute. Don't put acronyms in there. Uh, put a little context around it as well. You know, um, like for instance, with remote now, uh, if your job is remote, put the word remote in the title. Um, very simple thing you can do to really expose that job to more seekers uh, you know, on the internet today. Um, you'll, you'll basically, you'll 3X the number of applicants you get when you put the word remote in the title, if it is a remote listing, for example. Um, if you're a startup, uh, uh, software startup, you want to put that sometimes in the, in the title. Um, you know, a little, adding a little context with a, with a keyword or two after the main um, uh, job title itself is a good thing to do as far as that goes. Um, add a video into your, into your description as much as possible. Um, if you can put a little 30 second video about uh, even from the hiring manager saying, Hey, here's who I'm looking for. Put that at the top of the listing. Great way to get more engagement on it and uh, just get more views and, and applications as well. Uh, do things like, you know, you, Pay attention to the words in your in your description. Hire a copywriter. I always say to uh, jazz it up and make it sound interesting uh, versus the traditional bullet points and duties and responsibilities. You know, tell a story in there. Um, really get the uh, uh, the seeker excited. You know, tell them what's in it for them versus what you want out of the seeker. And uh, you will do your, your postings. Will, uh, if you take that attitude and uh, you. Make it more of a marketing document. You're going to get more uh, applications, more qualified applications uh, going forward. So those are a few tips there. Cracking. And if people want to get even more tips, Chris, how, how can they get in contact with you? Yeah, I'm all over social media, but uh, follow me uh, at Chris Russell on the Twitters. And uh, rectechmedia.com is sort of the home base for everything I do there. Chris, thank you very much for being a guest on this episode. Hey, my pleasure, Bill. Thanks for having me. And listeners, until next time. Happy working and stay safe.
Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette. 